Hello everyone and welcome to the main stand episode 15.5 here our first mini-sode and we're welcoming on another guest Lucas all the way from the Netherlands. Uh, Lucas is the owner of Stickers and Scarves uh, has an Unreal sticker and scarf collection check him out on Instagram uh, and Twitter but most importantly Lucas how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, and thanks for having me on once again. But for the the main stand podcast, I'm a I'm a long time listener, first time caller, as I say. So. <laughs> we love it. We, we've been connected for a while now, uh, you know, through Instagram, through my scarf page uh, that we changed to the main stand Instagram actually, and then you know through Twitter as well. So it's always good connecting, and uh, you know, big West Ham fan. So it's a uh, what a time to be alive for you, huh? I'm not I'm not gonna lie though like when I saw so you had scarves and stands and the logo was very similar and I was like oh Josh is just on another Instagram (laughs) he's doing another another soccer thing where he's trying to take the monopoly over but when I actually like looked at the page I was like this isn't Josh this isn't Josh no, it's Lucas. Oh, you you me for God. Okay, got it. Because cool. the, te- the text and the style of how the like the page looked, the way uh-huh. it was structured, I was like, that is 100% Josh. <laughs> and then I actually went on onto the page and I like I was pleasantly surprised to see somebody else doing something similar. <laughs> Are you following that, me then already? Yeah. I am, yeah. Oh, I okay. am. Well, that's, yeah. that's the most important thing. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I love cool. the content. Well, I just but, switched to a, I just switched to a new kind of style. I don't know if that's what what you look for, but anyway, I think a couple of months ago we started with the uh, the Dutch team at uh, was mm-hmm. the uh, yeah in the period when when the countries play against each other. Yeah. And then I kind of you know was in a creative mood, I guess. And first time I always just took a picture of my scarf on the floor, and then that was it. Like it was a blue background, but I was still like figuring way uh, figuring way out to make a little bit more stylish and to figured more out with Sigurd and Scarf, it's house style. So then I got the color codes of the logo, which I have worked. And then I kind of Photoshopped the blue background all the way. And now I, yes, our new style of uh, posting pictures and scarves and uh, of it. And yeah, it, it looks way better and a bit more of a house style than it was before. So we're, yeah, I'm improving and we're improving because I'm doing it together with a, with a friend. So. Yeah, it's very cool too to, to watch how we've both kind of you know evolved over just the past few yeah. months just since covid started like how we, we both kind of started i feel like around the same time like posting scarves and stuff and how that yeah. content yep. has kind of became better you know you're doing the stadium game reviews i did a you know the game review when they minnesota united played the la galaxy uh you've did you were you the one that went out to monaco a couple yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I'm, yeah I'm you've actually... been just killing it with the content man so we had to have yeah. you on again yeah, yeah, it's uh, what um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it together with a friend, but I'm just, yeah, the, the, uh, it's, it's my account is on my phone. He's just a sort of an advisor, as I say, it's for like <laughs> maybe you can do this and maybe you can do this, but I'm doing everything else. It's he's just helping a little bit and uh, saying some advices when I when I want it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's great. And I think I started really. I came back from the U.S. in 2019, 2020, right before COVID, or right in COVID actually. Uh, first lockdown and um yeah in the u.s i couldn't keep up with stickers and scarves unfortunately we have been posting stickers and scarves since 2016 but then in the covert period i was yeah bored like everyone else then i figured okay let's build it and make it sort of a brand so that's when it really started to take off and yeah we're 
uh, 10 followers away from 800. So uh, we're Very still cool. working. <laughs> we love that. That so is we'll, awesome. We'll dig right into it right here. So you're wearing the West Ham top. Well, yep. why'd you have to beat us the other week, Lucas? <laughs> that was a cracking game, though. Uh, you know, I, I went into that thinking West Ham, you know, it was going to be a challenging game, especially at the London Stadium. You guys were on form. Uh, but, you know, you came in and you showed us the business. We've responded well since, but it's just been a great start to the season there at West Ham. So, you know, how are yeah. you enjoying the season so far? Well, I'm enjoying it really well. I think and the turning point of West Ham actually – you know, fighting for Europe and becoming one of the top, the bigger clubs in England was against Chelsea last year in Lorraine lockdown because we won from Chelsea and ever since with the last minute goal from Yamalenko and ever since it's been going really well. And uh, yeah, most people don't really like to admit it, me too, but I think the London Stadium really is becoming and starting to feel like home, which is good. And also, which I already mentioned in the game against Liverpool is that yeah, the, the fans are really, you know, into it again. And they really started shouting and supporting like it was a back at Upton Park. And yeah, it just took some time to make the London Stadium feel at home. But yeah, the more uh, the more time goes over it, the more it re- really feels like home. And then the results get better too. So the, yeah, so it's finally starting to get back up the horse again. <laughs> yeah, it's been a slow grind for you guys too. It's like you've built this like group of players that, you know, it's pretty young and you have some experience mixed in there, people with rejuvenated careers. Uh, it's been fun to watch, and it's been like a slow process to the point where I don't even think now like these big results over Liverpool and big teams like that are like even that surprising anymore because I think we're starting to realize that West Ham is just like a proper good team um, with just a, a solid starting eleven. Yeah, we are a proper good team, that that's for sure, but there are there's still a lot of work to do. I think it's it's important to stay, you know, to, to still see the things which, which can be improved. Um, because, yeah, we are massive, as some supporters say, that, that's true. But it's still important to, you know, look at things which can be improved. And, yeah, some games against Southampton and against Crystal Palace, the loss against Manchester United, yeah, we're just pretty much unnecessary. And that's, uh, that's, that's the things where we miss out to really fight for top four and Champions League like we're still in top four place now but uh, you can't lose much games anymore to lose that spot so and we already lost a couple of games so that's that's where it's yeah where it still needs to be improved but that game against United that you just mentioned it, it wasn't a game that United should have won it's it's a game yeah, that West yeah. Ham controlled they they deserved to win that game it's actually one of the the, the matches outside of um you know, a Liverpool fixture that I wanted to sit down and watch. Um, and and the gap from two years ago, three years ago, that West Ham, you know, those those mistakes have condensed so, so much. Mm-hmm. They oh, are yeah. harder to find for sure. And you have players like Antonio going out and doing what he has done all year. And it's, it, he's, and he's done it outside of the side. He's, he's gone to the Jamaica side and he, he buried the U.S. too, so it's like you're getting you're getting these players that are starting to mesh really, really well together, and they're being yeah. critical of themselves too. And it's really fun to watch. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun to watch. But um, well, it's still like, like for example, the game against Manchester United, what you said, 
it's uh, well, we we just kind of forget we're playing Manchester United, and that, that, that's the right. thing yeah. because you're still playing Manchester United, and you know that it's always been difficult against them. And yeah, we made it difficult, and we should have won. But then you forget that you're still if something goes wrong, you immediately get a goal uh, against you. So it's 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 important to stay clinical and to keep your mind set in the right way to stay focused. No, for uh, sure. And it's just like the Premier League this season so close. It's that one second where you switch off where you do get that goal scored against you. I mean, it's it happens mm-hmm. to Liverpool, though. It happens to all of us because that's what happens when you're playing in a league where there's eight, nine, ten really solid teams with no mm-hmm. easy games on your schedule. I mean, um, Arsenal let up for 15 minutes and they let in four, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So how much do you, this wasn't on like the the question sheet or talking points we had, but how much do you contribute West Ham's success to to David Moyes in the past couple of years he's had? Uh, Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. he has this way of, um, yeah, with players, he has this way of talking to players and his way of training with it. But I think mostly it's it's just uh, important to, you know, um, the players who you're taking in. Uh, it's really important to take, look at players like Kufal, Suchek, uh, all those players who, who came in at the beginning of the season and the you know, beginning of last season, who really have a fighting spirit and who fit to the West Ham mindset, to the hammer mindset, as they say. So that's really important for me personally. I think when you're going out and uh, looking for new players, which needs to be done this winter transfer window, uh, it's important to see, okay, do they fit to a mentality in the team right now? And after that, we'll look Okay, how good is he actually? Not? How is it possible to get uh, get him to scoring goals? It's first the priority for me when looking at players and coaches too is to get okay. Are they within the mindset and are do, are they doing it well uh, with the team and will they fit in, in the team and the mentality? So that that's yeah, that's important and I think Dave Moyes has been uh, forcing that within the team. So that that's good. Yeah, it's good to see him do well too. You know, even you know an ex-Everton Manchester United manager. It's just always good to see. You know, it looks like he's at home with West Ham, and it's you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely heartwarming just to see a guy that fits in so well with you know the club, the fans, and the, and the players. It's been a joy to watch. Um, going to the switching more to the player side, you know, you have a, a long list of, of really talented players. Is there anyone that really sticks out as like the one that's made the most difference? You feel like in the past year? Yeah, it's that's difficult to say. I mean, there are some players that uh, you know have really grown, and yeah, Rice is the biggest one who just yeah. played in the in the in the Europa League final, or in the Euro, Euro final. Yeah, hopefully to a Europa League final, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see about that. But uh, that uh, yeah, I think Rice has been improving himself too, but. Uh, it, it's good to you know develop together and to step forward together. It's not about just one player in the team; it's about the whole West Ham team, and that's that's the most important thing. And I think they all step step forward really, really well, and all grew a lot with with each other. So I think it's it's right to go in that same way and to grow even more mm. uh, to become a better team and stay focused um, with other players too. So that's yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, it's such a strong midfield you guys have. Are are you at all worried about Declan Rice and you know his future at the? I know that's kind of it's one of those things where you're you are at a big club and you could argue West Ham's a bigger club right now than some other big ones. Um, are you worried at all about him leaving? Possibly. 
Um, yeah, I, I've, you know, I've been thinking about it. Let's say, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. You know, you think will he leave or is he uh, is he satisfied as of right now? I think as of right now he is satisfied, and I th- also think he won't be doing himself himself uh, a pleasure if he leaves. So uh, he really is a big man at West Ham now. He's yeah, the captain after Noble. So he is the new noble, let's, uh, let's put it that way. And if he leaves, I don't think uh, a lot of West Ham fans are not going to like it. If he leaves, I will, I will be, yeah, depending on for who he leaves. But um, yeah, it's, 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 it's important for him to know that uh, he is in the right place and he will always be respected if he stays. So if I were him, I wouldn't be thinking about leaving, even though uh, I would be, I have the quality to play for the biggest team in Europe as of right now, who he wants to who wants to play for. But if I was him, I, I think it would be great. Just stay where you are. You're respected where you are now. You're the captain. Uh, nothing, yeah, nothing can go wrong. You're you're you you became what you wanted to be. So you, yeah. I wouldn't put my England spot and everything else at risk just to leave for another club. But that's yeah, my opinion. So it's very <laughs> I don't know how he thinks about it. <laughs> very different players, but it's very similar to the Jack Grealish situation. Just like being oh, yeah, that yeah, young, yeah. homegrown talent that you're the captain of your club from a young age. Um and it's one of those like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And you know, Grealish uh-huh. has done fine so far this season, but at the same time he does he was the guy been, at Aston Villa and he's never gonna be the guy at Man City. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, and I think that's where most uh, most players overrate themselves. They're like, okay, I can do it here. Why can't I do it somewhere else? But they don't. They don't know how somewhere else it goes. So yeah, it's uh, when you're the big player at West Ham, doesn't have to mean you can be at Liverpool or Manchester City. That's uh, it's a total different world. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like part of part of the modern game is money talks. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. we, we see it heavily in american sports especially in the nba um but i i think that's just kind of where the game is growing right now it doesn't seem like there's very many people who are willing to put that aside for the better of the squad or the better mm-hmm. of of themselves they're like okay let's let's chase that bag and and see where it goes and it doesn't always work out and and i hope i hope grealish is able to find those chances and become that that better player that he is looking to be because he has the ability but i mean when when it comes to rice i think he does have a lot to learn from the people that have come before him um but i think he's also in a situation that's really boding well for him right now oh yeah definitely he's 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 doing well that's for sure (laughs) i think the one thing i would give to him as advice you know not that he should be taking advice from me at all i would Uh, why not (laughs) it's not betting advice yeah betting (laughs) advice responsibly um the the one thing i would say is you know don't sour your relationship with the fans even if you do want to leave what ruined suarez and coutinho with liverpool fans was that it was this long ongoing process that you heard rumors um social media wasn't quite what it was with suarez but definitely with coutinho we heard about him wanting to go for to barcelona for a year and a half and it became this prolonged thing of like when it was going to happen and then Mm -hmm. you have him going down kind of like faking an injury to not play and that's what sours that fan relationship when you start to force things and you know Uh rice if he does want to move on just wait for the opportunity when it comes to the summer if that is what he wants to do i think um you're right though lucas i think he just he looks comfortable in a west ham shirt 
Um, and to be the guy at a club is a really, really cool thing, especially when you're also getting opportunities for England in the starting 11. It'd be mm-hmm. one thing if you wanted to go to a different club to get those opportunities for a club like, or a team like England. He's already, you know, in the starting 11 for yeah. Southgate's yeah, team. For sure. He has so nothing more to go race. for. Yeah. And West Ham are building something where, you know, they might not be able to challenge for a league just yet, but there's no reason they can't challenge for FA Cups, Europa Leagues, and still some really, you know, high-class mm-hmm. competitions. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. And, I mean, uh, and uh, Rice gets us uh, time too. And I and I think I think it's just a matter of a couple of seasons too. Like w- if you see, just before COVID, it was two teams, and now it's four teams, and now it's six teams, and like it feels like there's going to be ten teams in the mix, all all season mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. Like you have West Ham, you have Arsenal, you have United now with a, a very very good signing at at manager i hope that works out there liverpool you know there's there's sides that are growing and getting comfortable playing their game and i think it's a really good time because it 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 muddies the market it it kind of creates that that player um i don't know respect or loyalty because there's no need to go out to another club yeah. that's at, in that top group. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. is like, okay, we, we have that opportunity here, even if it's West Ham or Aston Villa or uh, Norwich. Like if Norwich ended up like like turning it around, like, you know, I don't yeah. think players would want to leave that situation if to start the year, you know, it's 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 level playing field. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what's coming up. That's what I like about English football is that everyone can win from everyone in the Premier League. So that's uh, that, that's the most fun thing about the whole Premier League, for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, we'll switch gears kind of the to the Europa League now. We talked again, you know, a little bit about this off screen. H- have you liked playing those midweek games? Because we know sometimes when you're kind of in one of those, uh, you know, seven, uh, six spots in the Premier League, when you get assigned those midweek games and you're playing every three days, it can be hard to compete on all fronts it's a little bit like you're spread out too thin so how have you liked that so far or how have west ham got on in the europa league well as of right now they were doing really well they won the group so nothing uh nothing there's they've been unbeaten in uh, the europa league they just drew one game and guess get which game i was at but that's that's <laughs> that's, 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 that's that's yeah for the rest but anyway uh, they've doing been they've been doing fine thus far but um yeah as soon as uh, you know the knockout stages will be coming. I think it will be a little bit harder. Um, but as of right now, I think they've been doing fine. Uh, for the fans, it's something else because yeah, it's also like uh, here in middle of Europe, it's yeah quarter before seven, so it's a bit of a weird time sometimes. Sometimes or at nine o'clock in the evening, yeah. and then they gotta fly back that same evening, and then and Sunday play against Manchester City like yesterday and before. So. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it can be a tough schedule. Um, as of right now, they're doing fine. But I advise, and I think a lot of West Ham fans will do so too, to get some more players in this winter. To just you know, if someone gets injured, like Abana or like someone else, hopefully not, but like Abana, yeah, it's important to have more depth in the squad. Do you think having a manager like David Moyes, who's kind of been in that position? has has bolstered your confidence in the side with those midweek games i think i think 
I mean, Brendan Rogers, when we were going through this with the Europa leagues and those like fringe finishes just five, six years ago, it made it difficult to trust the side when you had those one-off games and had to go play a big match in the premier league that following weekend. How do you, how do you think David Moyes um, works the side like that um, with, with the experience he's had? Well, I think he just, he just stays calm. And I think that's really, um, really cool to see in the Europa league games. They just, you know, when they play, for example, when they play away game, they're, uh, they're like, okay, uh, if we, they just, Keep calm. They, they're not like, oh, we have to win. We have to win. Um, for example, in Gang, there was yeah, pretty uh, rivalry atmosphere in the stadium. Like uh, the Gang fans were really fanatic, like normally. That's that's normal. But West Ham got uh, yeah, got one conceded goal, one 0 in the first half, and then they just stayed calm. They weren't uh, playing good, but they just stayed calm in the second half. You you could see that David Moyes really was like, okay. Boys, we gotta step up a little bit now, uh, do it a little bit more, and work a little bit harder. And then they just made two goals, and we're leading it to one in the, in the 70 minute or something. And unfortunately, a little bit of a weird goal, yeah, was two-two, uh, but that wasn't, uh, yeah, that wasn't necessary at all. But yeah, happens to the best, I guess. But uh, yeah, I just, I think, think he handles it in a really cool way, in a really calm way, because there's no need to rush or to, uh, you know, overthink it, because it's, yeah. It's it's a it's an important game, but you, know, you have to see the most importance out of it, and also just stay calm um, when you're when you're behind. It's not like the world is ending, and you can lose a Europa League game in a group stage. So you just have to see the importance of the match, and uh, regarding the that, you know, switch that tactics or not. So yeah, does Moyes rotate the team quite a bit for Europa League games, or does does he keep the the same starting eleven for the most part? Well, I think in Genki, he, he put the most, uh, the, the best squad in the Europa League thus far, mm-hmm. because that was the most important game and the most difficult game, I think, to away in Genk. That was, yeah, that was the most difficult game. I think Genk was the best team in the, in the group as well for us as uh, opponent. But um, yeah, they always switched the goalkeeper, Ariola for Fabianski, and then the defense was, um, yeah, most of the time Dawson and uh, the open. Uh, um, but yeah, they, they can see it's not like the first, really first team who plays on Manchester City against uh, on Sunday. Yeah. But it's a bit of a mix of both, and some players to just keep them rotating, give Jarmelenko some time because the old fella has, hasn't had any. Oh, whoops. <laughs> ghost. Cut that out. Cut that out. Jarmelenko <laughs> <laughs> uh, hasn't had any time that much, so yeah, he's been playing a little bit. But you you can see him switching up. Some players to just keep up the pace and keep their rhythm so and keep healthy so yeah it's just in a healthy tempo <laughs> yeah and, and you mentioned the gank match too how so tell our fans about that for you know most of our fans you know most of us never get to go to a game that's actually competitive that's not just like a preseason friendly what was it like you know going to a west ham match especially in europe yeah it was it was great let's start with that it was so cool to see the boys uh so close for the first time because at gank you can really stand next to the pitch which was pretty cool yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really cool to see him up close that, that much. But I got to say, I was a little bit disappointed by the home end because it was so empty. It was a Thursday night, quarter before seven. Okay, it's a little bit of a weird time, but still. I mean, you're playing the Ford Club in the Premier League and no one's literally in the stadium. I think there were more West Ham fans and Gang fans almost. So, yeah, it was uh, a bit weird to see it, but I wasn't, I wasn't bothered with it at all. I just was happy to see the boys and uh, to get the yeah, experience. So it was really cool. Going to a Europa League game for the first time, 
Um, and I hope I can do so in the in the future too again. Does West Ham have pretty good away support? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we have insane away support. It's, it's it's really they go everywhere. It's it's ridiculous. But uh, I mean, it's so cool to see. They haven't played in Europe forever, <laughs> so it's the first time we really play in Europa League, and it's it's awesome to see the the, the away fans. There were thousand hammers in uh, in gang, and they just go overland and see, as I say, for for the team. So a really great support. Um, I think the team really uh, really does it for that too. You know, they know the supporters go with them everywhere, and that really motivates them. So that's that's cool to see. Absolutely phenomenal. That's one of the coolest parts to me about like supporting a team uh, in Europe, especially in European competition. Just like those draws for the Champions League and Europa League, it's like you're basically like planning out your vacations for the year, like figuring out where. <laughs> yeah. That's just like yeah. such a dream to me to be like you know if you like if you're a Liverpool fan, like you're just in Liverpool all year round and you just get a draw with Monaco and all these yeah, countries yeah. where you get to go on these nice like fancy like little two day right. vacations. It is expensive though, and <laughs> getting it just thirty minutes away from me. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I hope we can do that too in the future, and I'll probably uh, be do so too. And I hope we draw. I hope uh, PSV Eindhoven goes on to the next round of Europa oh, League. Yeah. It'll, it'll be hard for them, but I hope they do so too. And Leverkusen, they also, yeah, they. I think they're already qualified for the next group. So, so I hope we draw them, which means I get to go again. So that's. Uh, that <laughs> Fingers crossed for you. And yeah, that would be awesome. Thanks. <laughs> So we talked, you know, a lot about West Ham. What what's your relationship like with the the Netherlands national team? Because we obviously have some affiliation with that, with uh, Van Dyke and Wijnaldum, yeah. our guys. Yeah, are, are you a big national team supporter? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have three teams: West Ham, the Indianapolis Colts, and the NFL. And <laughs> the Colts. Yeah. Oh well, we're going there now. You're, you're a Patriot, probably, right? Or how'd you know? Well, Maine, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, yeah, we're uh, playing you on Saturday night. With we're talking about soccer, soccer so, so yes, yes, so, yeah. yeah, the wrong, wrong football, wrong football. <laughs> but also very much fun football. Though I gotta really admit it, great sport, love them. But um, yeah, the Dutch team is is really great. I'm so happy we qualified for uh, 2022, even though it's in Qatar. But uh, yeah, it's great to see the team spirit up. So once again, with Louis uh, Louis van Gaal, he's just been doing phenomenal um he will stop after the after the, the world cup so i think it's important for the team now to just look really far ahead what are we going to do on the world cup and what are we going to do after the world cup because we even gal is going to stop after the world cup and who will we take on right i think it's very important to think about that as of right now and i'm don't want to take kuman back on because he kind of portrayed us a little bit to put it a root way um but that's the thing we got to figure out right now what are we going to do after the world cup so yeah, to stay competitive, that would be great. What are your thoughts on Genie Wijnaldum? Because he, he, I always find it so interesting. He's just such a different player with you guys compared to just when he plays for club. Are you a fan of him? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a fan, definitely. I used, yeah, just a very important player in the midfield. I think he can step up a little bit more in the, in the midfield. To be honest, yeah. well, like in those games against Norway, in those games against the last three games, he didn't really have much. Yeah, brought much in the field. I think he can be more decisive and more yeah important. He, he has the quality to do so. We just didn't really figure out how to do it yet. So I think if he can, uh, that will be important. But the problem is he plays at the wrong club as of right now to do so. Because if he makes three mistakes at Paris, 
he doesn't play anymore. He's on, he's on the bench, so that's yeah, it's 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 difficult for him to you know keep up with uh, the quality he he has. It's, it's, it's difficult to you know keep keep on the same level. So yeah, pretty weird mistake he made, of a, a weird choice let's put that way. Um, but I hope uh, I hope he can you know still improve because he still can, and he, that way he is still our second captain. So a very important player for the team, and he's just a great person too. So that that's for sure. No, definitely. He's just an interesting guy. And, you know, we, me and Mitch have talked, you know, off air about that move specifically, if, if it was money or if it was just, you know, Liverpool didn't want to sign, you know, an aging midfielder. Mm-hmm. It was a really weird one, though, because I think he was one of the, probably the more unanimous, um, like true Liverpool yeah. fans, like love Genie mm-hmm. Wijnaldum. He's just mm-hmm. a legend. You know, those two goals against Barcelona. But, you know, the moments go way beyond that. He was just so integral to Klopp's team, and he was a regular too. And now he's somewhere where, like you said, he, he's kind of getting dropped, you know, quite a bit. He doesn't play a whole lot in this Paris side. No, he's he's had his moments. He had he had his one two-goal game. You know, he's he's still that he's still that dangerous midfielder and and I feel like he's an integral part to any side that he's on. But, you know, I, I'm just as confused as you are as to the move. Um, you know, I, I think it, it's probably a mutual parting of ways. Yeah, It's probably a little bit of both of what you said, Josh. Yeah. Um, because he is an experienced veteran midfielder. He's getting up there. And, and Liverpool, looking at the side going into this year, had a lot of depth at midfield. Clearly, that was uh, the injury bug for the year for us. But, you know, Genie. Genie's a player who's he honestly reminds me of like a midfield Cavani almost <laughs> like he's he's just a workhorse yeah. you know he he yeah. he's going to go out and and give you that effort and and I know it's different for the national side when you're having all of these different um characters come into the side that you're not uh-huh. used to playing with on a daily basis but uh no I'm excited to see the Netherlands back in the World Cup I think it's going oh. to be huge for Virgil. <laughs> um, I, I I love to see it. I think that that Netherlands side is a very, very fun side to watch, and they have been. They usually have a, a few attacking threats that are on big clubs. You know, now Virgil has become the defender. He is, and and you have guys itching to play for, for their country again on the world stage. So I think, I think ne- the Netherlands has a good opportunity to go out and fight for something. This yeah, is we're, Virgil's we're... first big tournament too, because yeah. he, he missed the oh, Euros, yeah. so it's his first big tournament. And just like I don't know, the Netherlands is exciting in the Euros. They have you know Dumfries emerged as a, a quality player. <laughs> you know Depay. You know I love Memphis right right behind me there. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I they're class. I'm very excited to watch them in the World Cup. Um, yeah, we are very excited too. Yeah, um, I can there's imagine. also there's yeah there's some things that. You know, also need to be improved, and also the media just plays a huge role here in the Netherlands. As soon as they play, some player you know makes a few mistakes, he's being burned down by the media too. But I just think mm-hmm. we gotta stay cool, and as long as we know that we're a good team and know that we can improve, with every every national team doesn't matter who, doesn't matter if it's France, doesn't matter if it's Germany, every team is a difficult opponent. For the Netherlands is a difficult opponent for every team. We can make it everyone difficult, and as long as we keep that in mind, we're having a chance of winning some games. No, for sure. 
And I, I think we're kind of winding down here probably. I, I'm going to go back to West Ham just for one second because I have one okay. <laughs> question. Then Mitch can ask any questions he has left. Um, I need – so we've been linked with this guy, and I need a scouting report directly from you. Jared oh, okay. Bowen, would he fit in <laughs> oh, at Liverpool? No, uh, go away. We don't want to – I think that answers it, Josh. He's the perfect fit. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a great worker, has great dribble ability, but uh, he's staying at West Ham, boys. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. The, the only question I have, you know, I, I first want to say thank you so much for spending some time and, and talking about your experience, you know, um, and, and what you're doing in the world of soccer. But my question is, how the hell do I get one of those stickers and scarves stickers? Because I'm filling oh. up my mini fridge. I, I got it. I got a couple of here. Hold on. Uh, I got, I'll send you, I'll send some of your way. Don't Let's worry about go. <laughs> and we're going to um, send Lucas some, some Minneapolis city stickers. Oh as yeah. Well. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. We're trading. We're going to plug each other yeah. with stickers. Um, go please, please, please go follow Lucas's page at stickers and scarves. I believe correctly. Lucas? Yep, yep, yeah, it's, it's right here, right? So uh, on the, on the site where where people can watch. So stickers and scarves, yeah, scarves with an F, but it's grammatically your correct. So that's why I never changed it. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, go look him up. His his page is awesome. The content he puts out is amazing. I mean, you you do game reviews now. Go to stadiums. All all the content's great. So make sure you go yeah. give him a follow. He's a friend of yeah, the program. Yeah, a little bit of a, of, a, of a thing which is difficult because yeah, I I, I wanted curate more and i also yeah. mentioned when i go think do things like that i get more followers but yeah it's just get difficult with covid now no fans allowed again in dutch stadium so it's yeah it's, it's really That's unfortunate tough. but uh, I'm, I'm doing my best <laughs> no and you're we're gonna get you job. back stateside for uh for a rebs game <laughs> yeah or a Colts game. <laughs> yeah, but it's NFL, so I don't know about that yet. But well, you'll kill you'll you'll kill two birds with one stone. You get to see the Patriots Stadium and watch soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, we want to thank Lucas one more time, friend of the program. I imagine will be on, you know, probably soon again. Um, we want to wish time. West Ham the best of luck the rest of the season. This is absolutely. the first of many minisodes. I think this will probably be a new thing we maybe do. Um, and Pat will be on next week with us again. This was the main stand. Adios. Peace. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>